levels, the levels is good. The levels is good. Yeah, yeah. It's the Pretty Boss Podcast, y'all. Yeah, ain't no entertainment, Pretty Boss. Lou Productions. It's Luigi. It's Lou. We love Lou. He's our sound guy. Lou, you gotta love him. Lou, can we turn down the? Okay, thank you very much. All right, what up, everybody? DJ Darkside. Shay Blaze. Darius Cole. And we got our support people in the building. Shout out building. to D and Lou Productions. <laughs> yeah, know. Luigi Productions. Luigi Productions. So this is this is the show. show. We're here. We're missing somebody, obviously. J Star. Jay, we miss you. You can be here with us today, but we're gonna keep it pushing and we're gonna talk about some shit today. D Star. Yes. D Star in the house. D Star. <laughs> The role of J Star is being filled today by D Star. That's what's up. I like it. I like it. It's not always J. You're irreplaceable. Oh man. But today we have D Star in the building. Oh shit. All right, we're still trying to figure out the live and sharing and all that fun stuff. Yeah, I already know. We want to interact with our audience today because we're talking about some stuff. It might get a little deep. We don't know what's oh, going to happen. Oh, Lord, Jesus. <laughs> I call upon Jesus now. <laughs> In the name of Jesus Christ, Nazareth. If we could have a great show today, we'd appreciate it. And that everybody just be able to have an open discussion about our topics. And, you know, we can get some perspective and maybe some drop some knowledge. Who the hell knows? Jay's in the building. Hey, Jay. Jay. We love you. Um, real quick, I just want to make sure I'm recording here because I can't see it because I know I asked you to close it out, Lou. Lou. Lou, hit Lou. on Audacity real quick. It just scares me that I can't see it, Lou. <laughs> Are you sure, Lou? Don't press the space bar <laughs> like you did last week, Lou. <laughs> Lou, just don't touch anything. Okay. We're here. We're recording. Okay, anyways, so today's show, does anybody want to start? No, you do. Oh, come on. No, you wanna First, we wanted to start off with relationships. <laughs> I don't want to start off with that. No, no, no. I just have, some, I have to pick up something. Today, we're going to start talking about relationships because, you know, me. Y'all don't know me. <laughs> I'm tired of being single. So I'm I, not. <laughs> what? I'm not. How long have you been single? Like two and a half. Me too. Almost okay. Three, two and a half. Okay, okay. You? It's been a while. I can't even count. <laughs> it's been at least more than 364 days. I know that much. So that's all that counts. But not as long as these two. Mm-mm. No. But so you're you're not tired of being single. No. Do you cook? No. Yes. Okay, so you know how to fend for yourself and take care of your own damn shit and what yeah. do you really need a woman for and yeah. you don't you don't need the stress in your life Basically, and yeah. Damn, ladies. Basically, yeah. <laughs> but what 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 makes you not want somebody as a man? Um I haven't find the right one, basically, because mm-hmm. uh, women got different needs sometimes. I, I'm not looking what, for what they want, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, they're too much? They're too much. It's like if, you know, basically, if you don't got money, you, you don't got <laughs> Like, basically, that's what it is. Yeah, they, you know what I'm a saying? lot of women oh, look no. for money. Yeah, you know. Can, it's true. Can I say something? Well, it's yeah. True. The past six exes of mine have been broke as fuck. <laughs> What am I doing wrong? <laughs> or if you try to build and, and and you're trying to build with that person and she just quit on you and you're like, damn, well, I thought we had something built. Like Aww. You know what I'm saying? I feel to you get to daddy. the money or to or to you know what I mean? Exactly. You need that partner in your life. You need that ride or die. That ride like, or die, you feel me? This is what it's our goal, our goal, and now let's both contribute. But a lot of people are selfish yeah, nowadays. Selfish. They see it. They don't see it. Mm-hmm. They don't see it. They be like, ah, fuck it. I'm going to give up. Fuck this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. if they can't see your vision, wouldn't that just mean that you're not with the right person? You're not with the right person. Exactly. They don't support your dreams. You're not with the right person. Right? Yeah. Well, what can I say? Okay. Hmm. Hmm. You know, that's some type of relationship. <laughs> okay, Shade. You know what's your hmm about? No, I don't know. I feel like when you're somebody, a man in the industry like this, mm-hmm. it's a little hard for women to adapt to it. So a lot of women aren't down to deal with the fans, the staying, sleeping overnight at the studio Mm -hmm. stuff. And I don't know how you guys get down, but, you know, I've (laughs) known D forever since we were young. And I know back in the day he used to spend a lot of time at the studio, Mm -hmm. which would get my best friend upset. You know, it caused problems. You and know, it caused saying? a lot of problems. That. Now I understand a lot more. Right. I'm yeah. Older and it, I, understand. It, I think, yeah, it does come with maturity, mm-hmm. you know, so I don't know. 
Okay, that's true. I mean, we've all seen Love and Hip Hop. We all basically got an insider view of what happens in the studio. So girls be like, oh, you going to the studio? You was there all night? And the guy's like, yeah, you know. And then there be bitches in the studio. There be twerking going on in the studio. Like, we don't have a hidden camera here, but Love and Hip Hop gave us that. I mean, I know they were celebrities, but whatever. It J- still happens. Mm-hmm. Jay is saying she used to spend lots of nights in the studio as well, and men don't understand that either. Right, right. I mean, it makes sense. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just you got to be strong that's why to I, have a man in this. I, I feel in this industry, you got to have a wife in the industry mm-hmm. to understand Exactly, that. to understand it. Yes, yep. I do understand that. Uh-huh. I kind of did that with my ex. He he rapped and did a lot of studio stuff, and I did same stuff I do, and we'd always be in the clubs together, and it was different. Mm-hmm. It was easier, but at the same time, that's yeah, hard, too. I, it's hard, that's too. That's hard, too, yeah. because you, you know see the bitches. Yeah. Excuse my French. But you got you to have your, your agreements of, of what's going on. That right? takes yeah. a lot of maturity and communication, yeah, yeah. which is such an underrated thing to have in a relationship, I feel like, nowadays. like People don't understand, once that communication is broken the fuck down and you're just not having any... What the fuck are you? What's but then, if you got, if you having, a, if you in a relationship that have like somebody have your partner have like bipolar or stuff, like that. now, <laughs> uh-huh. now it's different. You get you what know. I'm saying? I, now well, you're dealing with other shit. You know what I mean? Right. So I think a lot of you men make us bipolar. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all motherfuckers. Like, Y'all took my ADHD from zero like, to like 189. Uh, you're like yo. You, you, you. It was just nice, like, five minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, and you're bipolar. No, I am not bipolar. I don't give a damn what anyone says. I'm not bipolar. Uh-huh. I'm just aggressive. She's very There's aggressive. a difference. Are you one of those that a man got to, like, like, put you down, like, like in a chokehold? She doesn't allow like, that. Put no. me in a chokehold. She, no. <laughs> she put puts, me in a chokehold. She, she puts him in a chokehold. <laughs> put me in a motherfucking chokehold. No, I'm not. That's not it. She will like, put oh, him shit. in a chokehold. Like, put it down. I just put get, it down. I get aggressive. And if, if a man decides that nah, it's time. I can't, I can't fuck with you now. If a man decides it's time to put me down. He better be ready to lose an earlobe, lose an eyeball, or something really, really bad is going to happen to him at night when he's sleeping. You know, Put me in a chokehold. That likely like you taking you off the list. You know that, right? Okay, now. Nah. That's why I joined Bumble. Nope. <laughs> but um, that's actually interesting. I wanted to bring up some aspect of mental health. Uh, that's not the word I want to use. Um, mental no, health. I wanted to bring it up today because you mentioned it in relationships and bipolar in relationships or whatever. I, like I said and joke about, I have ADHD and I may joke around about, you know, being violent and all this stuff. But at the end of the day, I have a mental health issue that makes all of the adrenaline just kind of rush a lot faster than normal people. So it's harder for me to control some emotions, especially when they're negative and aggressive. I respond very poorly to any form of aggression, which includes who the fuck are you talking to raising your voice to me? Like who? Like bring your motherfucking tone down because if you don't bring it down, I lose my mind. But what what makes you act like that? Okay, the ADHD. <laughs> like, what makes you? Like the ADHD. Like, what he did? The, the like, ADHD. You know no. Okay, so what he could be. Cool? He could be. He could be. <laughs> Okay. Cool. We're talking about we're talking about a particular ex. I'm not gonna say in which order, but this particular ex, you know, was a trigger for me and is therefore an ex. Now, 99.9% of the time, I'm cool, calm, and collected, but because I have ADHD and my mind is just kind of wired different, I have triggers. And you're not gonna like the end of my triggers. That's why there's only like four. There's like four fucking triggers. Don't do them because if you do so them, yeah, basically when you when you start a relationship, you got to tell the guy, "Hey, don't do this, yes. and don't do this, and don't do this." Communication. <laughs> yes, baby, this is my mental health disorder. These are the things that I'm just incapable so now, of doing right the now. Man, tell you if you do this, if you do this, yeah, yeah. if you do this, uh-huh. you fucked up. Yes, I would, but I'm but I'm dealing with someone who has a mental health issue, who is communi- I may not be an expert in bipolar disorder but the person i'm with that they have bipolar disorder and they're like look try to understand this is why i am the way that i am because i'm wired different and have some understanding have some communication 
And I'll respect that. I'll be like, okay, he's got bipolar. When he's down, 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 leave him be. He specifically told me, this is how I am. This is how I'm wired. I'm going to need some space sometime. Fucking give it to him. Or, you know, babe, sometimes I really get low because of this memory or that memory. Give him a fucking hug and give him a space. Yeah, give him a space. Or if he needs your ear, fucking give it to him. So I'm a firm believer in, one, addressing your own mental health issues, treating them if possible, or at least letting your loved ones know this is what it is. This is why I am the way that I am. Help me or maybe just be a little bit more understanding of who I am as a person that I'm just wired a little differently. That doesn't mean treat me like shit and fucking ostracize me and and put me Mm -hmm. away because I've got this and this and this. No, put a little love in your heart, you Mm -hmm. know, especially when you're in a relationship. Because for me, ADHD in my relationship is the worst fucking thing you can have when you have a person on the other end not listening to my instructions. Mm -hmm. Like, you don't listen to my instructions, which is basically a manual. I've written it out for you. If you can't understand that, then why do I have to be screaming at the top of my lungs, blood vessels about to burst? You're not supposed to be with that person who can't understand. Exactly. (laughs) That's a red flag. Red flag. Exactly. It's a red flag. But, you know, if you're already in it and you're stuck in it. How are you stuck? How are you stuck? Well, some people feel stuck because they have kids. They stay in a relationship for the sake of the family, which I'm guilty of. I stayed with an ex for 14 years thinking... I want that whole family thing, but he was all kinds of wrong, completely. So I'm someone that will never stay stuck in a relationship, mm-hmm. ever. I will ride t- with you because I love you, but once I feel like, no, fuck you, I'm, I'm not. I don't care. I don't mm-hmm. care if my kids are involved. It's not that I don't care about my children's feelings, but if mom's not happy, you're not gonna be happy. Mm-hmm. So I'm out. I don't care, you know? I do take a lot from men because I do fall in love so hard that I try everything and everything and everything to make it work. And I am a ride or die in in that aspect. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like I stay in a relationship way too long just Mm -hmm. because... I know the potential is there. Oh, and no. I'm tired of the potential. No more potential. <laughs> yeah. They are who the fuck they are. And, and I think back then with all my relationship, I didn't realize that I had so much mental health issues that affected our relationship and affected my communication with them. Mm-hmm. And they also, I think everybody has mental health yeah, issues. I, everybody Every single, do, everybody I agree. Do. There's something yes you know you you we all have something we've all all went through traumas Mm -hmm. so if we're not going to therapy and trying to figure it out then all we're doing is just having two people in a relationship who are broken and Mm -hmm. fucked up in the head and don't know how to be in a relationship Mm -hmm. and fucking each other up more and hurt yeah you know then that's what happens you know Mm -hmm. they they go against the partner Yes. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They take that advantage of that and they're like, damn, well, I'm paying I'm paying or oh, what happened to you when you for that. Why mm-hmm. you why are you doing that to me? You yes. know what I'm saying? Right. So Well that's another aspect of being really, really kind of traumatized from whatever situation they've been through in their life. And unfortunately it carries over. Unless that person actually takes the time out to heal themselves. But yes, we're definitely firm believers in trying to bring some attention and get people talking and thinking, just thinking about how important mental health is. I'm sure all of us has somebody in our lives that we've lost because of it. Lou recently had someone rest in peace close to him. And it's almost like the people around say to themselves, well, why didn't they say anything to me? I wish I would have been there. Why didn't they reach out? Blah, 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 blah. Why do you think it is people don't reach out when they're in that? I feel because it's embarrassing. Mental um, health is embarrassing? Like yeah. Issues of mental health you is embarrassing? embarrassed people kind of... Like, yesterday I put up a post about my mental health and everything that I've been suffering with. And it was, it's, it was really hard to, for me to put up the post post it go ahead share it (laughs) do it and I was like man fuck that like this is what I feel and I feel alone and and for all the responses I got it was incredible you know because you know I wouldn't think that all these people that I see on social media being the way they are and whatever suffer close to the same thing that I suffer with so 
it's just not talked about because I feel like there's a little bit of shame in it, mm-hmm. you know? So and that's I- what we got to stop is being ashamed that we're fucked up because of the stuff that happened to exactly. us in our 20s or in our childhood. Mm-hmm. And as we grow older, I feel like it hits us even harder because mm-hmm. we're so like we understand things more now. We're we're empathetic, especially someone like me who's very and you too, mm-hmm. who's very, you know, in tune with people's feelings and like their energy, you know. So not only am I dealing with my own stuff, but everybody around me, I can feel your shit, mm-hmm. you know. So it just makes my mental just even more crazy because i'm yeah. like i'm dealing with me and i'm dealing with your energy mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying yes real quick jay wanted to say she doesn't think it's so much embarrassing but it's that some people are so mature and use that information to make fun of people and or use it against them i agree with that too I yeah that. i think that's what that's what the embarrassment comes from because you know that people may take it and make it fun of it so you get kind of embarrassed or afraid or ashamed to to talk about it because you're afraid of what they're going to say Mm -hmm. you know right and that's i i feel a lot of hispanic and just minority men in particular do look at it as embarrassing or at least something to be ashamed of and they don't seek help and that's sad within our community it's sad because i mean medicaid is easily accessible to an extent you just have to want to help yourself. Yeah. And one thing I see about you is that you're trying to help yourself. And your voice is your freedom, basically. Mm. Exactly. Your voice is your freedom. Exactly. Yes. Like my daughter, she'll always be like, I'd be like, what's wrong? She's having a little breakdown. She has a little teenager moment. I'm like, what's up? What's wrong? I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk to you. And I'm like, I'm not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. I am your mother. I love you, and this is my job. And no one else is going to do it better than your mom. So I literally sit there and I force her and I tell her, it's okay to talk. How else am I supposed to know that you're sad if you didn't say anything? And that's why they call suicide like the silent killer because everybody's so quiet about it. So that's what we want to try to hope to bring awareness to is just to get whether we touch you in a way that says, hey, maybe I shouldn't be so upset at my friend or my family member who is bipolar, give them some kind of understanding or keep them away, but not just make their mental health issue worse than it already is because you don't understand it and you don't care to understand it and you don't want to address it because it's a taboo thing. I felt like, I felt like that with my son, my oldest son. Mm-hmm. He was so dark mm-hmm. to himself. I used to be like, yo, what's, what's going on, man? Like, mm-hmm. why you like that? Like, I'm not like that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And she scared me. Mm-hmm. He's young. Is, it's, you know is I mean? he doing that now or when, nah, he, when he was young? You know, you know when he was younger, I mean, you know, I'm now he's a lot better now. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? He's a little dark, yeah. but now he's a lot better. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. It, but, took, it took him a while to, yeah. To open, to little, open up. Yeah. It, you know yeah. I mean? Your daughter, actually, Tiana, who's like my niece, is saying that she's dealt with mental health all her life. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Now, the question is, when you say you've dealt with mental health, Mm. have you helped your mental health or are you just dealing with whatever it is that you're dealing with as as normal, as just acceptable, even though it is making you suffer? My question Mm -hmm. to you is, are you trying to help it or where are you in in the scheme of trying to heal? I think a lot of people, what they do with helping it is they get high. Mm-hmm. Or drink. drink, drink, get yeah. high. They get numb. They gotta numb it, and they able to, they you know. to get different drugs, mm-hmm. yeah. heavy drugs. You know. Not me. <laughs> Not me. Either, I got my little toke sometimes, but and that's know. it. And that's it. Yeah. I'm and raw. And night night. Yeah, right. I feel like I'm going through all this raw. I could like if I would take medication for ADHD. I could be in a relationship with somebody and not be that fucking psychotic loca, Puerto Rican, <laughs> you know, if I had my medication because now. The well, it's a right to do that once in a while. No, I don't mind a little action. Yeah, I don't mind a little action. Keep it no, interesting, no, right? Yeah, you know. I keeps it interesting. But, you know, I, I believe that I know that when I take the medication, that isn't those neurons and things can't connect because the medication is blocking it. They're called blockers for a reason. And I'm not, I wouldn't be so crazy in a relationship, which would bring more peace into my life. 
which will probably bring bring people closer to me, and I can attract. Cause Shay says I can't find nobody. Cause what? What about my energy? You're fucking scary. Let's <laughs> get it. Scary energy. <laughs> It's like it's like you put it's like not even high, not even low, like, it's scary. No, she's cool. She's cool, but she tends to be unapproachable because she's so she throws know, off right? an, first, un, an aggressive. She has an aggressive. When I went to that bar her. and I seen you, I seen you, of course. Yeah. And I, I was like, damn, I have to approach her. I'm like, damn, she don't mean. Do it exactly. <laughs> Let me go over there, hold up. Let me see. <laughs> she didn't agree with me. Hello, yo, it's funny because the night I think it was G Money's or Kid Fresh's showcase, I knew what my no, face looked like. Night. He's talking about our showcase. No, 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 no. It was at G Money's no, birthday. The one he's there. No, he's yeah, yeah, no, I'm not oh, talking. I'm talking oh. about a different situation. Oh, okay. About my face. Oh. So um, so I had to make an announcement because I knew what the fuck my face looked like. And those G Money Kid Fresh, you know, showcases stressed me the fuck out. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of stress. So I knew yeah. what my face looked like. So I had to make an announcement. And I'm like, don't be afraid of my face. <laughs> this is just my face. I just want to let y'all know I'm stressed out. I'm working on things. But please don't be afraid to approach. <laughs> I had to make an announcement in the microphone because I knew what my face looked like. So you could be right. Yeah, you could be right. Okay. We are right. I can't fix You're my face, very though. unapproachable. What do I do to fix my face? My eyeliner? Do I, no, wait? It's, you know what it is? It's not your face. You got the market, eyeliner. So, you got some other marketing. You got, some other, you got to plan this shit. I don't care. Plan this shit. It's, makeup, sign. It's not. It's not your face. It's your energy. People okay. read energy. They can feel energy without yes. knowing that you're feeling the energy. Yes. So it's what you're giving off. Like fuck, you don't come near me. Yes. You know because you're so like protective, like defensive. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that's honestly in a Capricorn's nature. Yeah. Capricorns are very defensive. It ain't nothing wrong with that. Yes. It ain't nothing wrong with that. So yeah, Shay says I need therapy. I always um, tell her that. I've always given off that energy that people can feel, and which is where the name Dark Side came from. <laughs> <laughs> like people, when people kept saying they could feel it, I'm like, I'm not doing anything, and it's so unfair because even when I'm not doing it, when I'm not doing it, I already have that reputation of it, so they treat me like you're being dark. Like, no, I'm not. I can't. <laughs> no, I'm not. It's not fair. So yeah. Do you guys think I'm approachable? Yes. Yeah. That's why everybody comes up to you during all the shows. Shea Blaze, you're so blazing. <laughs> no, but like just to talk to. Like, is it easy to come up to me and be like, hey, la, 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 la. Because I know with you, they have a hard time. <laughs> because of my energy. <laughs> I just want to give off loving energy. Oh, she's so loving. Come up to me, say hi. <laughs> I love to. Just, you know, not when I'm stressed out. But anyways. But, but you're always, you always like hyper, you know what I mean? So they see mm. that you. Me? I uh, am? You know, oh, so I'm you know, bubbly. Like, you know, you're high, you're high energy, you know what I mean? Yeah. People I like, like that, you know? like, hi, how are you? Yeah. <laughs> 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 exactly exactly and which is why we have you doing what you do mm-hmm. shout out to her we appreciate her so real quick i want to bring back to tiana she says she drinks to cope because of her no, mom she passing. doesn't she says she doesn't drink because her mom she died. says i drink she says i drink she, she before she drank before more oh. she calmed down oh okay oh, said, oh that's how I she drink oh you better not drink or drank we need to know fix it <laughs> anyways so that is definitely a coping mechanism. I, I recently had a meeting with someone and I started crying because it was about my daughter or whatever. And they're like, well, how do you cope? What do you do to just kind of relieve stress? And I'm like, what the fuck do I do? I'm like, nothing. I'm fine. And I wasn't fine because I was crying. Yeah. Well, that's why you need therapy. But because you always say whatever. you're fine. Whatever. But I keep telling you, you need therapy. Yes. And I recommend therapy for everybody. Like, it's really great. I think everyone thinks they're fine, though. But back to Tiana. I mean, Tiana, <laughs> she knows her dad's here for her. She she always yeah. knows. She always calls me. Definitely. You know. but, okay. I love you, hon. So one thing about she can always call you is one of the points I was trying to bring up earlier when people say, why didn't they reach out to me? Why didn't I know? Why didn't I see anything? The phone goes both ways. So I would hope that people, I always say that tears are like the saddest place that you can ever be. If you're crying, that's you're at your lowest. And I would hope that the people around you who you call friends or family, that they see those signs and reach out to you and know that you're in a place where you're just incapable of reaching out to people. And that's why they tell people go to church, not for nothing, not trying to promote it. You know, I love Jesus, but church is community. 
And even though there's a lot of hypocrites at church, there are people who have aligned, done their healing journey, aligned themselves to a place with God, in a sense. And when God says, hey, go talk to this person, they listen and they, they go. And that's the Holy Spirit, all that stuff, which I wasn't tuned with until my ex and my uncle. And that was God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to find my like, Holy I don't Spirit. go to church, but, you know, I believe in God. And, yeah. But understand that. but community like i lay i i used to be in a place um why like after i got baptized and and learning the word of god i used to lay hands on people i used to feel so comfortable that when i felt i was receiving a message this person's sick i know they're sick you know terminally or something like that or this person's low i know they're low i can see with my own eyes that they're low i would go up to them and be like can i pray for you can i lay hands on you and you know i'm no magician but I feel at that moment as a vessel for Holy Spirit, heavenly grace, whatever to come through me so that if we're all spirit, that spirit feels my energy that I'm giving them, which is, comes from a place of love, basically. I love you as my neighbor, a person I see suffering. This is what I want to do for you. So I just had to put that out there, that church is community. And I feel like the statement people say of like, you're born alone, die alone. I think that's the most evil shit in the world. Because it makes us comfortable and accepting of, I'm at the darkest, lowest place in my life, and I'm alone. Nobody's reaching out for me. Nobody answers my calls. Nobody's here by my side. I'm alone. Fuck it. And no, you need help. You need, help, yeah. you need to pick up the phone and say, I'm really, really bad. Can you come over? I'm really, really bad. Can we talk? So Some of us don't do that because I know when I get in a low place, I don't want to talk to anybody. And I think a lot of people are like that. Well, people that I know, you know, and I guess we should reach out. But I I don't I just I can't. I can't. I don't want maybe it's like a burden. Like, I don't want to feel like I'm a burden. I'm sad. I'm depressed. Like, I just want to be by myself. Uh huh. I think more of a burden to people is when that person's now gone and their memory is haunting them and the guilt is haunting them and all the woulda, coulda, shouldas are haunting them. I think that's more of a burden than this is the person that I love who's reaching out and asking for help. Let me give some of my fucking time off my phone, off Facebook, off whatever it is the hell you do in your free time and just get back on the phone and start talking to people again and giving a fuck. Mm. I don't know. It's hard for me to do that. Honestly. I know because she turns her fucking phone off. I try I to be. I try to be like, <laughs> let me reach out to my girl. She's fucked up. <laughs> but no, she will DND her motherfucking phone. Yep. You need three therapists. You got two. You need three. I need three therapists. Two's not doing it. <laughs> yeah. No. It's, three is her. <laughs> the third one's her. That's the home. <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> but you know what do you do what what advice do you have someone for someone Shay when you are on the receiving end of that shutout and you as the person who's been shut out knows and hurts because they've been shut out and they can't give help to someone that they love oh god this is gonna get emotional <laughs> <laughs> on the receiving wait so if I'm the one who's trying to help someone that you're trying to help I and you've been shut tried out to do that with my best friend who ended up dying Okay, so you tried and you were shut out. Did you did you keep trying? Yeah. Okay. So you kept trying and you have to ask yourself, I mean, how far are people willing to go? How, how far are people... Like, if you don't know, if it was never communicated to you that she was in such a bad place, I'm sure you would have gone harder. I went very hard. I knew she was in a bad place. Okay, so... She just wouldn't take it. Mm-hmm. so it's like it's kind of like when you you like i get like that like i shut people out i felt i feel like um she was shutting people out and it's hard <laughs> she was shutting people out and drowning in a sense and you just what could you possibly do so when i people aren't accepting the um the help there's really not much you can do and i remember some of my last words for her was i'm not gonna take this responsibility with me when you 
pass away because I know that's what's happening. Mm-hmm. And I'm not taking it with me. I keep trying to help you and you don't want the help. Mm-hmm. So what can you do? It's like you you can't really do much more mm-hmm. after that. You know, so it's up to the person at this point and society to stop treating mental health as something we shouldn't talk about, something to be embarrassed about, something to be ashamed about, because we're losing people. And it's people think they're going to be better off without me. And we're really not. We're really not. So we want to bring more attention to mental health for the for the sake of self, that you yourself realize the dark place that you're in. And you yourself reach out for help because it's not something to be ashamed of. It's not something to be embarrassed of. So I did write down real quick as Shay composes herself. One thing I did want to say is they have a new three-digit number for like, um, it's like the one, 1-800-273-TALK is mm-hmm. the suicide prevention. But then you've also got 988, which they just designated for those moments where you're like, you can't reach out to a family member. You it needs for some reason. Does therapy seem better coming from a stranger? Because half the shit I say that comes out of my mouth, it don't process with her. And then some stranger says it, and she's like, "Oh, it does co- sound better coming from a stranger." Yes. yes, definitely, because they don't know shit about you. They don't care about you. Mm-hmm. They don't have any connection with you. Mm-hmm. So that's what the problem that uh, we have getting, getting judged, mm-hmm. and that's. Yeah. But you think the people in the in the medical professional field judge? It doesn't matter if they do because I, honestly, the therapists I have, I don't feel that way with them. Mm-hmm. I do feel that you need to connect with the right therapist, mm-hmm. and I can tell like my both my therapists are spiritual and they're empaths and they're amazing people. So I know that they just love people and they love what they do. You need right. to find someone who loves what they do mm-hmm. and not someone who's just in it for the money. I agree. So there's a huge difference. But at the very least, try to seek help is the moral of the story here. I maybe after this podcast, I'll go get me a therapist. Do you need one or some <laughs> some Ritalin or what is it? Adderall <laughs> and be nice to my mental health because at the end of the day, in those moments when we're in the last, last straw, it's just you and your mind together. And if your mind has been broken down and you're spiritually broken down, I personally say in my faith, you got you got a whole thing right next to you whispering to you in those darkest, lowest moments. Kill yourself. Just do it. They're better off without you. And I, I call it demonic, but you know me, I'm a Christian. But I really feel like there's some energy that wishes harm to us. And when they say we were battling our demons, I think that's a literal term for me. So anyways, I just wish people would realize you don't have to give up or fight your demons alone. At the very least, seek professional help. I've definitely been there where I have had to call a 800 number or whatever it is mm-hmm. because like, I've really been to the point where... <laughs> I couldn't I couldn't take it and I knew that I was gonna take myself away from this world so I had to call somebody who didn't know me and like a suicide helpline and that's good you ain't call me I consider myself one of your closest friends and you have yeah but sometimes I know but I'm glad you called friends trigger you too you know, mm-hmm. it's, I know they love you and things like that, but it's like I sometimes you just can't open up to people mm-hmm. that, you know, mm-hmm. because you're embarrassed and I you're just ashamed. a burden and a burden. OK, Um, I feel That's like you know, we think about all that. Mm-hmm. I feel like people who are at the suicide helpline, they don't really get paid to do that. And they're really there to help. And, you know, I've I've gone there twice in my life and. Mm-hmm. It's a scary place to be at. Yeah, and the only thing that gets me through is thinking about my kids, and especially my daughter. I would never want her to feel mm-hmm. like I left her, you know. But mm. who's to say? Like, if I didn't have those kids, like, where would I be? Right. You know, people who are completely alone, like just <laughs> utterly alone. Yeah, that's rough. And I'm glad you reached out to one of those hotlines. That's what they're there for. Who's going to judge you on the other end of that? Nobody. 
So at the very least, when we're at our darkest dark, we're just trying to bring some awareness and, and maybe put a little seed in your mind that when that moment happens that you reach out. Reach out, yes. yes. And call. Pick and up again, that phone call. 988 is the three-digit number. Friends. Well, for a professional, not friends, not judgmental friends, not friends who ain't going to pick up the phone, it's the 1-800-273-TALK is the phone number. 800-273-TALK. So... Yeah, it's okay. We're going to be okay. You know, we're just going through the motions. We miss Jay, you know. Um, star here. So, <laughs> Jay was saying it's hard when we were just talking about reaching out to people as well. So, it's hard for all of us. I just want us to start a dialogue about it and maybe think of someone a little differently. And don't be, I mean, it's been about how long since Ann passed away for you? April 30th. It'll be two years. Two years, and it can still, those feelings of love and everything, they don't go away just because you're not here anymore. Can I say a story? Yeah. Last night um, when I posted the, I, I posted a mental health thing where I was talking about my anxiety and how I'm just tired of being so anxious. Like, I'm to the point in my life where I can't go to movies, I can't go to restaurants, I can't go on long car drives, I can't do anything, like... I'm scared of everything. And um, I was crying a lot. And after I posted that, I I live on Capitol Ave, and, like, it, it's really busy, and it's late night. And all I hear is a song by Aaliyah playing. You know, that song goes, let me know. That, all I heard was that. And I, I knew it was Anne. Like, I knew it because she used to sing that song mm -hmm. all the time. And it was dead quiet in my apartment. And you just hear that song, like, loud as hell outside, like, Aaliyah's beautiful voice. And I was like, oh, my God, thank you, Anne. Like, I knew that was her singing to me, you know, just knowing, like, I got your back. You know what I'm saying? I'm here. So, you know, she's still here. <laughs> in the way she can be and that's like little ways that she brings her messages mm. and I notice with her like every time I'm feeling so low like something that like that always happens so I appreciate that from her spirit mm -hmm. you know tearjerker <laughs> I done sprung a leak in my face thanks Shay Alrighty then. Well, just to change the subject, not change the subject too much, mm -hmm. but like you said, you you feel that her energy and her spirit is still around you. That's what you do for yeah. a living, isn't it? Yes, yes, I'm a medium. Okay. Yeah, so I connect she with. She know that. I know she know that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's what you know. Anyway, so I connect with. Um, if you lost a loved one, I I connect with them. I have a whole group page. I've been doing it for years. I know the people on my group page support me so much because I've done a lot of lives and I've helped so many people and. It's not me really helping. I'm just a vessel, but I'm just so happy that I can connect with that. I know some people feel like, uh, oh, that's devil's work, blah, blah, blah. Y'all got your opinions. Mm -hmm. I don't care because I know everything that I do comes from God. For me, it's like, you got to try love. it once. You know what I'm saying? You don't, mm -hmm. you don't, you it, but the At least once. You know my thing is, when I can see people heal from what I tell them, that brings me so much joy. So mm -hmm. if that's devil's work, then the devil is good. Mm -hmm. That's all I'm going to say. So to me, it's not devil's work. Mm -hmm. But if that's what you think, then why is he helping me heal people? Right. You know right. what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Right. It's not like I'm telling them crazy things. They're getting possessed. None of that. Mm -hmm. I think the movies make that such a bad thing when it's just not. Sometimes yeah. when you go yeah, to You're not one of those where, you know. They she go got a Ouija like, hey, board. I want to yeah. uh, 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 go to jail today. A yeah. Ouija. And she don't no, got a Ouija don't board or anything like that. that. I come straight from love and light. I yes. Don't, I don't fuck with all that. That's a that's a beautiful stuff. thing. And ah, Dee Dee, she said she is amazing. I love you, Dee Dee. She's so supportive. So not to plug her or nothing, but I'm plugging her right now. Mm -hmm. That she does have a gift. Wherever it comes from is where it comes from. Maybe she's just more intuitive than most of us because she's wired different. Mm -hmm. Is it a mental health thing? Is it a spiritual gift it thing? Is. Whatever it is, she's got it. 
And she's really good at it. And a lot of people have said once a loved one has passed that you have helped them, you know, reach a place of healing and understanding. So hit her up. Where can yes. they hit you up at? <laughs> Just on my page. Follow her page. Follow you where? Gypsy Shay on Facebook. Gypsy so, Shay on S-H-A-Y. Facebook. So just go on there and follow me. Yes. It's really the only page. It's a group page. Mm-hmm. Somebody, Shay, to yes. you, a question to you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you think that your work has something to do with your mental health? I do because, you know what? A lot of people say that psychic work is borderline schizophrenia. Mm-hmm. So I do feel like sometimes I see things that regular minded people can't see. And sometimes I'm like, do I have schizophrenia? My son actually has schizophrenia and he sees, I feel like he sees too much. You know what I'm saying? Because he starts seeing some crazy shit. He'll see like more of the negative side when he's not on his pills. Like he'll see like the devil's work where I don't see that. Well, I could if I wanted to, but I block it out. Mm-hmm. But he can't. It's, I don't know. It's just really weird. He, he can't control it. He's at a point where he can't control what he sees. Mm-hmm. And I can. I think that's where the, the line is. is mm-hmm. I can control it and he can't. But mm-hmm. it's the same thing. It's really borderline. Right. You know, in the Bible, they call it discerning of spirits, which okay. is a gift that you're given after baptism. There's certain gifts that you ask for. And one of them is discerning of spirits. And while the scientific community may have pegged it schizophrenia, mm-hmm. I really think it's just a word for a condition about how you as a human being are wired and the receptiveness that your wired differently brain has to the world like our eyes are our receptors our ears are our receptors everything is programmed to understand the world around us and that's why they say like younger kids their brains are kind of reprogrammed because of school and we're all taught to see shapes in a certain dimension in a certain way we're we're just programmed from a young age basically Mm -hmm. um so yeah you're just wired in a different way going back to people calling it devil's work no it's in the bible it's discerning of spirits so you're good so the christian community she's good back <laughs> off my girl whatever i'll fight yeah, you i love so, so back to your information uh-huh. make sure you tell them what i it, told them already, already gypsy shay mm-hmm. that's the only place that i okay. on facebook gypsy shay mm-hmm. all righty then so does anyone have any questions for us i know we started late what time we start we started like seven Oh, we got 15 minutes. Hold up. Do you have anything written on those pieces of paper over there? I did. Because I was thinking, because Shay didn't want to talk all about all about mental health. So I'm saying to myself, well, what can we talk about? Like, what's going on in the world? Like, who slap who? Right? <laughs> right? There's nothing. <laughs> it's like, August Alcina's going to write a tell-all book, talking about all the nasty stuff he did to Jada. <laughs> and marijuana is supposed to be legalized soon, so buy your stocks now. <laughs> That's, I'm like, I'm like, after that, I'm like, I got nothing. Let's just talk about mental I, health. I have a lot of stuff about relationships. Okay, what you got? a guy here. Okay. Oh, shit. <laughs> you hit. He so, hit. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. Do you think that you can fall in love with two people at the same time? Hmm. That's a tough this one over question. here. <laughs> That's tough. That's, That's tough? tough. Really? You guys are you able to, tough? are you able to speak on it? I hate when. No, they he can't can speak. speak. He's uh, single. He oh, okay. like, yeah, I'm single. I mean, it's hard. Like I mean, you can have you. I don't think I can. I don't think I can. I have me not. No. Have you fell in love with two people? No. Okay, no. so I'm gonna put you out there. Oh, <laughs> don't you put him out there. Shame. I told you Hold he up. hit. <laughs> Hold up. Can we take it back to back in the day? No. Come on. I had to get real with my mental health. What happened was when you my best. This is my best friend's ex. So when you were with her, I know I know you loved her so much and you cheated because you guys were young. So I understand that now. You know what I'm saying? Did you fall in love with anyone else while you were with her? No. No. So it was. Do you think that men cheat just for what? What do you feel? I mean, I know why m- women may cheat, but I, I want to kind of understand why men would do it. Is it like to try to like, oh, yeah, we just back young. Back. It's just the. Uh, You're young and you yeah, feel like. Yeah, we just, you know. That was back then, so. Yeah, yeah you know, the thrill. 
basically. You know what I mean? Yeah, like I can bag that. Yeah, I know, can do that. Like that. But, but you can do that, but still be in love with your girl. Yes. Okay. Because I feel like I can't do that. I feel like if I cheat, I'm not in love with who I'm with. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You have a conscience. That's different. That's different. <laughs> but you have a conscience. I, uh, I'm sure, Shay, somewhere in your life, you were taught to have a conscience. Caring yeah. about people's feelings. Right is right. Wrong is wrong. But you don't... I feel like men have conscience. Do Daddy, feel like do you guys... Daddy, do you have a conscience? Do yes, you, do you feel this? No, he feels. Mm-hmm. But a conscience, for me personally, is this overwhelming sense of don't do this this is so fucked up to the other person and if the other person never found out they'd be fucking devastated yeah don't do it thinking not 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 thinking selfishly like that's what i mean by conscience that you just there's no stop sign that's gonna stop us there's no person who's gonna physically stop us our conscience has to stop us from making these type of decisions do you feel like you were taught that growing up and do you think you have that? Do you feel like you have that now? I didn't. Have, I didn't wasn't taught that growing up because I never had a father figure. You know okay. What I mean? Yeah. So I was, was I was in the streets. My friends basically raised me. Basically, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So this is important. You don't have it because it was never taught to you. And who's gonna really sit down and have the patience to teach it to you? Yeah. That's the parents' job to teach it to them. So if you're with somebody without a conscience. Shit, my mom used to have niggas in the house. I'd be like, what yeah. the fuck? Like, okay, you teaching me now that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're with somebody without a conscience, though, like, you have to understand that's just how they're fucking wired. And it's not necessarily their fault, but you don't fuck. I wouldn't stay with that person knowing, okay, well, I know they don't have a conscience, and they really don't give a fuck that they that's don't why, have like, a conscience. Our generation now, we got to teach our kids not to do that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Do you feel right. like Respect you're, your you d- Do you think you did that with Nene? With Nene? Do you think you've taught him? I taught him, how, you know, to be free, basically. Like, take your time. You know what take I'm saying? Take your time. Take with your time with your life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't be in a rush. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's probably the best thing. I know that with his mom, I know when he was young, he saw her, like, crying a lot over relationships. So I hope that that taught him something as taught well him. yes it doesn't you know, it doesn't i can speak personally i know <laughs> because you know i'm not gonna say which child but there's one of them <laughs> that had has had seen me a big part of my life when i was at the darkest because of my relationship and he saw you know he saw the domestic violence he saw the fighting and the screaming and the arguments and me breaking stuff like i was a type where if the guy wants to break something in my house, guess what? Let me break my shit. This whole house going to get fucked up. And then they're just sitting there dumbfounded because I'm breaking the whole house. And then he's just got to buy it all over again. So, yeah, that child of mine was witness to that. But yet in their own relationship as an adult could not understand that or bring that memory back or that understanding back of there's just a right and a wrong way to treat a woman. Especially when it came to, like, being faithful, specifically. Like, how are you not going to be faithful? You saw what the fuck I went through. You saw all my suffering. Or how can you, you know, be aggressive to a woman? Not physically, but just how can you even show aggression to a woman when you saw what I went through at 5'4", and this dude's all six over six feet tall, you know? So I don't think they, I don't think they learned that just from seeing... <laughs> so- Nah, either they could take it good or they could take it bad. I was, I I said. So your daughter. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh, my daughter. Hey, get off the comment. She said, I seen my mom scrape my dad. I'll never forget it. I think I saw that too. At that time, we were at the gas station. Oh, yeah. 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 Damn, Lou. There was another time with the the extension cord. Oh my yes. god. Yes. That's I'm awesome. <laughs> All so. righty. Then they should have a hotline for that for abused men. <laughs> I feel sorry for y'all. Yeah. <laughs> Being an abuser and all. Well, it's, it's, it comes from both sides, you know, mm-hmm. women and, you know. Well, Jay said if I cheat, A, I'm not in love, or B, on some revenge shit. Dude, so are you someone, either one of you, who would cheat on revenge? 
just as revenge. I hate that. I feel women cheat too. As mm-hmm. revenge, you think? Nah, revenge. not revenge. I think that they just no, like. So cheat. some some just like it. You know what I'm saying? They like a man in the house and they cheat. No, like uh, they're the dude. Yeah, like you know, <laughs> that's that's women out there like that for real. I'm like, not, I'm not her. I I can't do the revenge cheat. To me, that's like meh. Mm-mm. I can't do it. But I feel like if a girl cheat on me, mm. on me, I can't oh. be with that girl. Exactly. You so there's a saying? double standard. Yes, there she goes you with know? the double standard again. Yeah. But I if you cheat on her, because for me, it's like. I can't see anybody touching that. That's mine. You know what I'm saying? But do you feel like so, we want to see somebody touching you? Exactly. But men, <laughs> men feel uh-huh. like that's not that's not like a woman. It's not it's, it's not, not a, a woman. Because of Jay Z. Because of Jay Z. Because of that stupid song, Christ. No. Stupid fucking song. All y'all think like that. No, I'm saying, I don't like, know. Pisses me. I hate that like song. This. Our shit is out. Y'all shit is in. Oh. Right. I think Jay Z said All that right. shit too. All right. That shit, that shit, that shit. Whatever. Shit. So, so you are exempt to catching diseases or having babies? No, it's the same thing. Same, same shit. shit. <laughs> exactly. Like you bring ba- you bring home babies and you could bring diseases just as easily from cheating. <laughs> the hell. He said our shit is out. I don't know. <laughs> I can't I can't um I can't revenge cheat. I can't revenge cheat. I have to if I'm to the point where I'm no longer in love with you. Uh, the breakup is right around the corner, mm-hmm. you know, but cheating, that tit for tat shit, I've never understood that. Yeah, that going like back if, and if, forth. If, if you're going to cheat, might as well just break up. Yeah, break like up. why Why go back and forth? And like like we were talking about being stuck in a relationship, Shay, you say you can never be stuck, but there's some people stuck in a damn relationship. I mean, sometimes it depends on the word stuck mm-hmm. because sometimes you just take too much and it just feels stuck, but I... I I'm still in love if I'm taking that much. So I'm still ready to ride or die, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. But once I'm done, I'm just done. I'm, I'm not staying for no kids or anybody. I don't care. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, you're not getting your dad back. I don't care. Uh-huh. See him on the weekends. And I wish peop- <laughs> I wish the people on the receiving end of someone like you would be more appreciative rather than take advantage. Mm-hmm. And some men like that shit. Some men like to get cheated on, straight up. Like, I don't know, fuckers. none. <laughs> you think? Don't do it to a Puerto Rican. Um, man, listen. No, no, I've, seen it. I've seen this shit happen. That they like yeah. to be cheated I'm on? I'm like, yo, you for real, nigga? Like, for real? Your girl doing that shit for <laughs> real? <laughs> you home, nigga? <laughs> I feels you. I've never seen it, but I believe you, daddy. Yeah, man, out there that like to be cheated on. Don't for hit real. me up. I, do you think some people cheat because they... Well, yeah, like, because they feel kind of stuck in the relationship, too. Like, just, yeah, just settled. They're stuck because of the kids, because the bills, because the living situation. Yeah, they're so fucking stuck. But that's where I feel like communication is so important because it's like, okay, if you're stuck, at least try to, in a certain way, because it's not what you say, it's how you say it, tell your partner, like, look, you ain't freaky enough. You know, maybe you need to lose some weight. Oh, God. <laughs> That's a toughie. <laughs> but, you know, at the end of the day, respect. Because you've seen 600-pound life with me. Mm-hmm. They get married at, like, 220. And then they're 600 Again. pounds. And they're 689 <laughs> after Again, they get they, married. They quit. They quit. They quit. They quit fast. To yes. Catch. They just you know give I mean? up. Mm-hmm. They just give up. And then the person, like, how you expect your man, but the guys on the show, obviously, they're ride or dies. But how you expect your man to like something that he doesn't like or have your woman like something she don't like? How can you just expect that of them? They're a whole nother human being. So mm-hmm. be mature enough and have an open line of communication enough to where you could feel comfortable to be like, yo, how about let's go to the gym together? Not just you fat. Bitch, you done put on some pounds. I don't think, I feel like it, it doesn't really have to do with your looks. It's just more your vibe, your energy, and like what you're giving off that's making people feel like, ugh, I don't want to be in It's looks too, because you mentioned that you felt like looks may have played a part in one of your breakups. I, I do. I do feel like I gained weight, but I think that's my own insecurity because mm-hmm. I feel like that man loved me so much that it wasn't. It wasn't. I think my insecurity made me feel like I'm just fat. Because I know to this day, if I work out and look good, it's just still not going to have anything to do with it. 
Mm-hmm. Like maybe mm-hmm. someone might want to have sex with me, one of my exes. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. it doesn't mean that we're gonna vibe well mm-hmm. anymore. Mm-hmm. You well, know, just, not just about weight, just in general. I just wish more people. If you're so stuck and miserable, rather than go cheat, communicate, communicate, communicate yeah. and yeah. be like, babe, very important. Let's go to the gym, babe. Let's go somewhere and have some fun. I hate those ones that just want to just no motivation. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, those are the ones that's like, come on, man, like for real. They shouldn't be in a relationship. You should be alone then. If you they, yeah, they're not ready. You know they're not ready. And there's a lot of people not ready. Do you feel like you you can push your partner to cheat? <laughs> Can you push your partner to cheat? I think you can. Sideline over there say yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. 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 I think you can push your partner to cheat if you have an attitude of you ain't going no motherfucking where. Mm-hmm. Controlling. Where the fuck you going to go? Yeah, you can push your partner to cheat. Or if you've just completely broken them down and they feel like they need something which, unfortunately, you shouldn't get your validation from another person. But some people are so broken down intentionally by their partner that this is where they are. And the only thing they can think of in their mind to heal is, let me see if I can go bag somebody. <laughs> let me see if I still got it. This thing is telling That's me I'm fat ego. as fuck and I'm ugly or whatever and I couldn't find nothing. But let me prove him wrong or prove myself wrong. It's the ego. Quick question to mm-hmm. Shay. Shay, uh-huh. you think you could or maybe do a live reading here at the podcast? Oh God, that would be cool. I do be cool, right? I, I do lives. Yeah, I could, but honestly, my readings, especially when you're trying to connect with someone, is gonna take a whole hour. Mm-hmm. Like, cause I connect slowly; it comes right. in slow. Oh, okay. You know, I in think the I'd beginning. be great for the for the viewers out there. That, yeah, yeah. That, if we could try know. to set it up, I know you do video sometimes. Like mm-hmm. because of COVID, she's had to do a lot of video. Yeah, I do readings. virtual readings. Yeah, now, so maybe if we could figure out technologically a way to make you feel comfortable. Maybe episode ninety nine or something. <laughs> When we got a live studio <laughs> audience and we've got professional cameras and shit and we're not we're not here. Yeah. We'll I, I, I actually have a um a th- event coming up with my girl and we're gonna like stand in front of an audience and read people. Oh. So if you guys wanna hit us up for that. Yes. <laughs> so when is that? It's next week, the fifteenth, Friday. Okay. It's at six PM. It's in New Britain at Safe Passages. It's thirty five dollars to book the seat. So okay. if you guys are interested. Book them. Yeah. Book them. Book them. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. And real quick I wanna send a shout out, um, because our time is almost running out. Yes. Vic Luna, he was in the house. He brought down the flyers for all the artists that are gonna be performing at the Latino Fest. Yes. On Big Saturday. Saturday, June 25th, we are going to be at the Yard Gold Stadium. I'm going to be DJing. I don't know how long I'm going to be DJing, <laughs> but I'm going to be there. And um, music by Doc13, who we're a fan. <laughs> He's going to be in the building performing. Alyssa Velasquez, I ran into her. I love her sound and her, and her voice. Mm-hmm. She'll be performing, and oh, J Star and J Rock. Hello, headliners, headliners. There you go. <laughs> They're gonna be performing. So yeah, June twenty fifth is free to the public. There's gonna be like a lot of health information there for you. Dang, that's my brother's birthday. A lot of different. Ninety six point five is sponsoring it. Ninety three point seven, one hundred point five. Vic Luna, he does big things. You yeah. know, Vic. Yeah. You know, Vic. Vic <laughs> does big things. So uh, yeah. mark your calendars for that. Yes. Anything um, else we want to say before we close out? Well, I just want to shout out Dearest for joining us today. Yeah. Thank you. His input. Thank you. Thank you, Dearest. We love you, Daddy. So, so you made me came up my. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Um, thank you, Luigi, for doing all that you do. Yeah. Shout out Millie Entertainment. Uh-huh. And hopefully next week we'll have a guest on here. And anybody who wants to be a guest, hit us up. Hit us right. up, man. You know? Before, before you say get expensive. Yeah, right, right. Before, before we start charging. Before we start charging, bro. There is calling. I'll be charging. It's Lara. coming. <laughs> Don't get yes. it twisted. Because we're going to so, be big one day. <laughs> but so, billionaires in the motherfucking house. Free. Yes. Get it um, while you can. And real quick, I do want to shout out D. Without D, you know, she's a, she's our behind the scenes yes. girl. D over there, you know. She what takes says. good care of us. Yes, she does. And also the studio that we film from mm-hmm. has some now some sound proofing going on. Over there. You see that red <laughs> thing there? That panel? And more coming. There's more. 
So if you need so, a studio and you need an engineer and all that good stuff, hit us up, man. Hit us yeah. up. Luigi, Luigi, an engineer, producer, you mm-hmm. know, yeah. production. Y'all and real quick, I'm coming. Real quick, Lou, before you do Woo! that. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm coming out with a project. I have seven artists on this project. It's going to be yes. five songs. It's a little EP. Nice. We got these guys engineering Exclusive. it. I picked the beats. I picked the concepts for each artist these artists are lyricists i'm so excited to do this can't wait um and we're also going to be doing a listening party coming soon so i can't wait to bring that out dj by dj dark side and she (laughs) will be hosting it (laughs) hosted and dj by dj dark side let's go hey thank you for joining us